Hey, what's up, everyone? My name's Zach Olinger. In this podcast series, I talk about relationships. Now, I know, as a man, you may not want to talk about relationships. Or you may even tell me that the relationship that you're in is already pretty good. But I'm going to invite you to consider this. Could you be a little bit more fulfilled in the relationship that you have? I would like to have you consider that there may be other ways to kind of see the conflicts that are truly just unnecessary that we all experience in a different light. And if you're open to receiving or just giving me a little bit of your time, then I look forward to my guests and I inspiring you to become a man that can have more freedom, less conflict, and more pleasure in their relationships. Thanks for joining me. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on another episode of The Real Zach Olinger. Today, I, my guest is Melan from Belgium, and she's going to just weave a, a great conversation here with us about uh, her experiences with the um, tantric side of things, working with uh, couples that she's starting to get into, and just kind of her overall experience, um, not necessarily any one particular conflict. Uh, although I do want to mention, because she mentioned in our pre-talk, uh, and she invited me to share this, and I find it a fascinating piece. Uh, Melan is uh, visually impaired um, and completely blind. So I find that to be an interesting facet of, um, as she mentioned, the surrender piece of uh, um, for the feminine. So I'll just kind of hand it over to you, Melan, and we'll, we'll just have a great conversation. Thanks for, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's a great intro. It goes like in all directions. Me working as a coach with 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 couples, and then being in a relationship myself, and then my visual impairment as like an extra layer to it, mm-hmm. uh, as if there were not enough layers: <laughs> <laughs> male, female energy balance and dynamics. But yeah, yeah, lots to talk about, I guess. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about where this may go. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. Uh, um, I guess one of the first things that I could ask is what um, what kind of got you started um, in the whole male female energy, like making you aware of that, and kind of how did you get started mm-hmm. with it? Um, yeah, it, it, it's funny. The question confuses me in a way that, like, yeah, it's as if that is not always been part of my life like it's part of our life constantly (laughs) right just like I guess the relationship with my father I have an older brother uh that's been kind of the father figure in my life and then my first boyfriend was like almost a copy of my brother and I guess that's where I kind of got intrigued like wow what what's going on here with me as a daughter and then as a partner um I guess that's where it started um School. and then yeah and then uh, just constantly being looking for how do I want to deal with my visual impairment like being being blind and becoming blind so I, I had an illness as a kid and I slowly uh, lost my 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 vision over the years and so finding a way to deal with that I kind of ended up in spirituality and consciousness work. And then I became a consciousness coach and I'm going really quick here, but (laughs) because um, it brought me to, to Tantra um, and tantric body work to like, stop looking at things from the mind. And as a, as a, as a consciousness coach, I, I do work with energy and I do body work, but for myself, I was really looking like where to find this, um, these deeper layers of like accepting life, I guess that's very big, but me becoming blind is life giving me these cards and how to really 
sink into that and kind of yeah I guess befriend what I've what I've received Mm -hmm. and also finding a way to deal with my body and then once once I was in there there's no way to 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 not look at the male female dynamics it's it's within myself within ourselves it's within the relationship the partner I have now we met actually on a tantra retreat um so yeah there's nowhere to hide from the topic (laughs) (laughs) gotcha that's that's fascinating so I guess um to help you know contextualize it um Mm -hmm. when um like at what age did you uh, start to lose like your your vision and everything when did that start uh, when I was something? six when you were six yeah, okay, yeah when so. I was six and then uh yeah to give like some idea I was uh I think 12 when I when it was dangerous for me to still ride a bike for example okay. uh I wasn't reading um normal print and I started to read braille when I was like 10 mm-hmm. uh and then I usually say just to make things practical that I was almost blind when I was 16 but I could still see a tiny bit of light but I didn't use it anymore so like practically Mm. I was blind like when I was a teenager and now I'm 29. Gotcha okay so yeah that's um that's uh yeah thanks thanks for that so definitely Mm -hmm. during those kind of relationship formative years like you were Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um so then the when you were starting to get into the the consciousness piece I suppose was that also like in your teenage years where you started to like get into no that was later that was okay. when I was like 24 okay. uh, it was actually a time of like my second serious relationship I would say okay yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to categorize but um yeah it was around when I was 24 uh I think I, I had a I don't know how how deeply you want to go into this but I had a, a, a time where I had yeah, from my from a mind perspective, like in my thoughts, I thought I had accepted blindness, but I was constantly unconsciously proving how not blind I was. Like I was I was uh, studying abroad. I was moving to Costa Rica. I was uh, learning how to surf, skiing, like doing all awesome. um, things that you wouldn't expect from a blind person to just prove like I'm not really blind and I'm not limited and restricted and also very much in this male energy of, yeah. Um, breaking through limits and proving myself and those kind of this kind of very yeah very male energy mm-hmm. and then when I was 24 I had I had a burnout really um, from from life I'm just from the way I was pushing myself and it like yeah, looking back at it five years later it's life just balancing things out for me and just putting me at a yeah, rest Mm-hmm. And that's where I, uh, yeah, I guess I was depressed for a couple of months and just really looking for how to, yeah, how to deal with life. <laughs> and that's where I ended up in a, in a course for personal development. And that's where it all started. Uh, so, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we can always go as deep as you want to go on any point. Mm-hmm. Just, just so you know, no problem there. Cool. Um, and so, uh, so you were going through and like having a, a lot of masculine type of expression and like doing these things and like pushing yourself. And then it was after that, that you experienced a burnout. Um, mm-hmm. And then once you experienced that is when you started to, was that when you started to get into the consciousness piece or is that more the tantric yeah. side or did they coincide at the same time? They, they kind of go together. Yeah. Gotcha. There's like, well, a couple of months difference. It, it was all, I was very, very curious and eager to find a way 
and that there was a different way to look at life and that it was not you're depressed and then you get medication and then you'll feel a little bit better <laughs> right till you're 80 and then you end your life like <laughs> I was very excited that there was a different way to look at life uh so it was personal transformation work and then it was courses in tantra and it was tantra festivals and then um, and then it was also consciousness coaching and starting my business that all happened in like of course six seven months I think it all started and that's right. where it became like a lifestyle I guess yeah oh, I love it I definitely love it <laughs> and I'm curious then like how did um, if you wouldn't mind kind of like going it a little a little bit further and delineating like how that whole progression worked because I'm, I'm absolutely curious like is, is the self-help stuff and then like the consciousness and like the tantra like how did the um, what did that kind of timeline like look for you if you don't if you don't mind kind of and like where were you at to like what did you what were your experiences like as you mm. in each of these different stages like who did like what worked mm. or or or, or uh, like what work or, or people like kind of who are your teachers and like the timeline of yeah. that stuff like yeah I'm okay, fascinated cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right um I started with creative consciousness it's an organization they are worldwide uh and in Belgium I, it was literally a friend uh I was I was telling her like I'm depressed and I'm gonna see it's like um psychiatrist because I just I, I don't find like be and I, I, I've always been from from I was born till like I was 24 I've always been a very happy happy person like I think my levels of joy and happiness were just above average always and I was all of a sudden I was in this point of like well I don't yeah I just I literally don't see what this is all about um and it's just the toughest thing uh, to deal with the blindness and yeah this burnout depression all of the things so I told her like I'm gonna see a psychiatrist and she said she said like I've done this four-day course with creative consciousness uh just do that and you can then afterwards still go to this appointment with the doctor but just do that and I had no idea what it was um and I I remember telling my roommate like okay I'm gonna I'm leaving tomorrow and I come back Sunday night I have no idea what I'm gonna do but this friend of mine says it's a good, it's a good idea and I trust her <laughs> so it was literally uh that's how I went I had no idea I was just looking for yeah reconnecting with life and there was a four-day um it's so tough to, to summarize those four days but it was really yeah reconnecting with yourself it was uh looking at where we've conditioned ourselves and we've decided things about ourselves like concluded certain stories like I'm being blind is the worst thing that could happen or I will never be fully happy as long as I don't see like I, I've created those stories around myself and it was literally just um the the bubble of that story was um how do you say like popped and and I was just like that's actually something I've decided and then you create that reality with your mind and then that's what you experience mm-hmm. but having a choice of creating a different story and and for the first time just being with the fact okay you are blind this it did happen period what do I want now and realizing like wait I have I can choose this like I don't have to constantly fight against it I don't have to try to ignore that it's in my life and I can actually write my own story that was I guess the most exciting thing mm-hmm. of those four days and I also got in touch we, uh, with creative consciousness I'm now five years later also a certified coach with them consciousness coach um, we work a lot with anger energy and all the anger that is suppressed and that's actually basically it's life it's life energy right it's just mm-hmm. life force and if you use it in a negative way and you're angry at someone then of course that's not that's not uh, very productive <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in itself it is life energy just raging 
through your body and 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 it's it's uh stopping that suppressing that is stopping your your life flow or your energy flow and so we did a lot of um energy work and exercises and i mean it's it's impossible to to explain <laughs> in a few words what sure. we did but i reconnected to this this very vibrant being and 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 the joy also came back and it's like i put a lid on all of that um and so that is where it started in those four days and then i was just so i felt like somebody woke me up from from hibernation like oh yes <laughs> this is what the world is about this is what i am about i can actually choose like so slowly i woke up i did a couple of courses with them and then i took the the coach training also with creative consciousness thinking like if somebody can teach me how to coach someone else then i can coach myself and that's that's what i really needed Uh, but then halfway to coach training I realized like wait this is actually so natural to me and it's what I because I trained as a journalist um, and I, I had my degree in documentary making radio production and I realized what I actually loved about journalism was was following my curiosity and then digging into people's heads and hearts and and discovering things there and then yeah piecing puzzles together and telling stories And what I do as a coach is exactly that. I just dig and dig and dig and I follow my curiosity and then we rewrite the story of the client. It's basically, uh, and that's what I loved as a journalist, but it's what I also loved as a coach. So then all of a sudden I had my own business uh, because I had to, I wanted to take the exam as a coach. And then I, um, uh, I thought like, okay, I need practice and then people are going to pay me. And then to do that legally uh, in Belgium, I needed uh, to start a business and then I had a business and I was an entrepreneur and I was like whoops okay let's do this and then um, I realized that it was all a lot from the head um, even though we worked with energy still it was kind of through your mind and then with with mindfulness with you can write your own story it's still somehow I was missing the yeah I guess the rest of, of the more holistic approach mm -hmm. um, but I wasn't aware of it because <laughs> mm -hmm. I I just got kind of stuck in certain emotions and they were I felt that they were stuck in my body but I had no idea like what is what is actually going on mm -hmm. and then also I realized being blind um, people touch me a lot like when I'm on the street with my cane I need help that's a way to guide me to like hold my arm or or I get touched a lot and I realized like physically this is actually quite invasive and at yeah, the same time yeah, yeah. It's, it's the way it practically works mm -hmm. um so I, so I, oops i heard a weird sound oh you're good i think we're good okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i heard like a beep um yes i i i'm i'm touched a lot and there's certain there are different boundaries um physical boundaries and i realized that it actually felt very invasive yeah. and so i started to look for Yeah, in the same way as I found creative consciousness, like how can I in a conscious way work with my body? Maybe things need to be healed. And then I found um, cuddle workshops. Uh, I guess you have them in the US more than we had them in Europe. Um, and so I found a guy who was organizing cuddle workshops where it's really very consciously started with meditation and connecting with your own body and then very slowly um, exercises with in pairs and then in a group and then after three hours as crazy as it sounds but you end up just in a big pile of people <laughs> you just cuddle up like babies do or puppies do or 
and there I, I it triggered so much pain I was just so there was so much um yeah just sadness and and pain of like I didn't really know anymore how to be fully in my body and then being touched by someone I had a really nice partner back then and and we were like we were fine nothing was wrong but I felt I kind of disconnected because I was touched so often in a practical way yeah and that's where I then figured out like oh something's going on here <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where I decided then to not only do like this uh, healing work in the cuddle workshops but also do like a four-day it was called uh, conscious intimacy mm-hmm. and I was so scared <laughs> like I don't know what I'm gonna do there and it's all gonna be weird and it's tantra and is it like orgies and I had no idea what it's gonna be mm-hmm. but it was the perfect place for me to be it was scary it was tough um it was weird because it's like yeah there's all these strangers you don't know and you all just do all these exercises with touch and the massage and it was no there was no sex there was no orgies mm-hmm. but it's tantra work it's body work and it's very yeah it goes under your skin somehow mm-hmm. um but that's where, and that's also where I met my current partner. And there's so much healing that happens. That it's the body does the healing, but the impact was on my life, like uh, daily life was was huge. The way I, it's it's as if I was my body was telling me like now you can really really land into the life that you have and in the being blind and and then all the things about boundaries and about surrendering and about control and defenses and like the whole the whole package the whole box opened there um and then we're now like you know three four years later from that first tantra retreat and then I did with this organization it's called the temple of tantric arts I did different trainings and then uh yeah and then I have this now a three-year relationship with my partner who also is the facilitator of cuddle workshops he also gives uh, tantra massages so it's now it's fully embedded in our in our life and it's kind of the way we also when we fight when we have uh, arguments we 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 talk things through and then somehow also on a physical level we need to like heal and reconnect but it's it's part of our daily life that's wow. awesome it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a long and a brief summary at the same time <laughs> no yeah no that was that was awesome thank you for sharing that because i uh i just am fascinated by the whole by the whole journey there was uh, there was a lot there for sure and i never even thought um you know, I was part of the uh, Lions Club International, and we had a member. Um, I'm sure she's still a member of the club that I was a part of, mm-hmm. um, uh, who's who's blind. And mm-hmm. I, when you said that you get touched a lot, I was just thinking, and I was like, I bet that is absolutely so true. I think it's just something mm-hmm. that we don't even you know consider. And like you said, like invasive. I was like, oh, it has to be. It has to feel that mm-hmm. way. And like, um, yeah, yeah. Um, how that it's also sorry go ahead. no no no. go ahead yeah go, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination I think and I wonder I would love to actually talk with a man uh on this who's also blind or has a disability because I wonder how different it is if you really connect uh to your body as that's what I I can only speak for myself but it's what I experience as a woman um there is so much still that needs to be healed as a, in a collective like in for yes. for women uh collectively mm-hmm. that 
I'm not a I'm not a fearful person, but I realize just uh, as a girl and also now as a woman when I'm outside on the street being blind and uh, female, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a very vulnerable uh, position in society, and it's very. I mean, they're still there. They're, I've, I've never been assaulted or, or harassed or anything, but I feel it's somewhere in my collective mm-hmm. uh, memory. Somehow we know as women um, that we're more vulnerable. And it is true that a man is still physically stronger. Mm-hmm. So I think that fear and that vulnerability is so embedded in our DNA or in our energy mm-hmm. um, that, that that I wonder <laughs> like somebody who's as... Who, who, who's, um, who's done the journey and is a man and is blind. I wonder if, if how much of a difference, like is the, the being a woman the most vulnerable part of me or is it the being blind or is it the combination? Mm. Uh, but it's definitely a thing. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a great question. I would love to, to learn that as well, just to see the yeah. perspective. Um, so if a tantric conscious blind man is listening, <laughs> let, yeah. us know. let us know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, that's, that's totally true. And I I think, um, I think that's something that I've always, um, not always, but as I became more aware, you know, of of that piece, um, like you said, the collective consciousness, like for women and being more, more vulnerable and like, um, you know, in that way of just kind of there's so much assault that happens on women that I was uh, very naive to for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just how much strength and courage it takes. Um, you know, I think that's just something that we, I think most guys don't even either either think about Mm -hmm. or they don't consider, or they don't appreciate, um, you know, that type of a thing that like on a daily basis, even like moment by moment, like there's a lot of courage and strength that women have to have, like, way mm. way more than men do you know um yeah uh, to- <laughs> I, I think it's powerful it's powerful that you say that as a man and uh and at the same time it, it's a very sensitive topic because mm, it's sure. not gonna serve any of us if then now all men feel super guilty and right. if all women feel as a permanent victim mm-hmm. that's not gonna serve us but I it's agree. like this being just being aware of what is in our yeah in our collective uh consciousness it's 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 in there and also i mean i spoke to to a girlfriend a couple of weeks ago and she was like oh i don't have that and i thought like i bet you do you're just not aware of it Mm -hmm. uh because we're not especially western women nowadays it's it's not um or we're expected to be strong Mm -hmm. and it's almost like we're raised to push that fear and that awareness away and to forget or to try to erase history. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it, I think it's a very thin line between like standing up for yourself and, and, and kind of cut yourself loose from, from the past. And it's even, especially if you didn't experience it yourself, but then there's no way to deny that it's in our it's in our genes or it's in our history. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very thin line to like fight against it and then be aware and then not become a victim of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, don't even get me started on on, on the whole victimhood part. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's sensitive and it, I think it's it's only when you're fully aware of what this collective uh, consciousness and the energy and what it means to to hold that in your awareness without fully acting on it Mm -hmm. i think that's yeah 
So that's why I don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <no>, yeah. I, <laughs> I appreciate that, that call out because you're right. Like, uh, yeah, if the guilt isn't going to serve anybody and the victim mm-hmm. isn't going to serve anybody. Just the awareness. Um, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with everything that you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, yeah, across the whole spectrum of everything you said too, as far as um, yeah, even if a, a woman were to say that she doesn't feel that way it could be so subtle and in the background there's a lot mm. of stuff that happens subconsciously that we just aren't like it's there we just don't know it's there um yeah, yeah. so yeah that's definitely one of my pieces um that I'm kind of just big on is just just bringing awareness to things and like because then once you have that piece then you're able to start operating and working with things at a different level yes. like you said you don't I, have to yes. You don't have to go one way or the other like it is it's a balancing act like you said between you know the guilt and the victimhood and that kind of a thing and like what you're going to do with that awareness and like yeah but at least once you have that light then um then you can take responsibility yes thank you yep thank you for articulating (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it just popped up while you were speaking like that's that's i guess the sequence that that we all need to go, go through is like trying to take control realizing that it's so much bigger than us as an individual like than me as an individual I'm part of something so big that's been for ages and ages generations and generations things have happened need to heal like to humble yourself and like okay I'm, I'm part of something very big and it's not a, it's not about me realizing becoming aware and and allowing that there's so much more than than on the individual level and becoming aware as you said of all the parts of it and then taking full responsibility. Yes. Because <laughs> that's the steps we need to to do to take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely yeah, that that just ties in with everything um from the beginning, right? Where you started looking at, into yourself and like your own healing and starting with I mean obviously it also always starts with us and then like the responsibility piece um as well. Like uh we just have to be responsible for ourselves it's really the only mm-hmm. thing we can we can actually control <laughs> yes and that's a beautiful thing through healing our personal stuff like for me to find my way in being blind being a woman surrendering losing like not having control letting go of control like that's all for my personal benefit <laughs> in this life because i want to be happier and i want to be more comfortable etc uh, but being aware that how much you heal for for all the other women that came before and will come after me and and but through just your own personal needs basically and and that's that's the beauty like that's the only thing we can actually control as you said and the only thing we can actually see is like what what pain do I feel now and what do I need to heal now and that will also always do something for the bigger for the bigger whole yeah for the isn't collective. that awesome yeah it is it is yeah (laughs) it is and that's definitely something i feel connected with as well is just um because yeah i think we both uh uh, definitely connect with that that there's on the on the bigger collective scale there's so much healing Mm -hmm. that can be done and that that does need to be done and and just yeah like helping people along that path so that way i mean Mm -hmm. we're helping not only them but we're helping everyone involved you know this giant ripple effect um what better way to serve you know (laughs) gives me goosebumps that's that's why I do what I do and it's that's what it's actually all about in life I think to just heal ourselves yeah who was it when you heal yourself you heal the world Nippon Uh, I think said that 
yeah i'm um, not for sure it sounds familiar and normally yeah I'm pretty good with it sounds true yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> and i think that is that is what what i found when like when people wonder like do i need to go into all this like and then i just like push my pain away and just move on with daily life I'm like sure you can i mean you're not obliged to heal anything if you don't want to and you can suppress everything you want the thing is that i believe life doesn't work like that and also somehow i feel it's my like once i'm aware of all these things it's my responsibility to then heal at least what's in my hands mm-hmm. um but then yeah i, I while I say it, I think like I don't want to. I don't want to convey the message like you have to deal with your pain because the collective and sure. that's also not what I want to say. Right, right. I, <laughs> I guess it's it. just the magic of if you and if life puts it on your plate, then actually it's it's uh, for something bigger than yourself mm-hmm. if you want to and if you're ready to. Yeah, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. I definitely have the the idea that we're all on our own journeys and yeah if it happens to to come to you and that's what you feel called to then I mean it, that's going to be mm-hmm. the inclination will come to you if it's meant to right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and um yeah I, I I agree too that they're at least like for me as well like again I think we're pretty kindred in that regard that um uh I do feel a sense of, of, of duty or or like desire <laughs> anyway to serve to serve that way and others others may not. And that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's totally, that's totally fine. And my thing is um, with the awareness piece is like, um, I've tried to back a long time ago, I spent uh, too much time trying to quote unquote, wake people up or shake things. That's, that's when I realized everybody's on their own journey. That's when it really came to me where I'm like, I can't, I don't don't disturb other people that let them follow their own thing. Unfamiliar. Right. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, with the with the awareness piece, I guess the biggest thing that I ever just kind of say to people is like, to me, it's a quality of life thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, once I started focusing on myself, and once I started down this particular journey, um, while it's not always easy or pleasant, um, overall, I can definitely say my quality of life has continued mm-hmm. to, to increase. Um, so that's definitely a, um, a driving factor for sure. Just yeah. uh, that everything's just always getting better in that regard even though learning lessons and things like that can be you know there's a process like you said with your own experience some of that stuff was Mm -hmm. uncomfortable some of it was scary you know like (laughs) yeah Yeah, the thing is it's 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 uh quality of life doesn't mean that it's always fun exactly it also yeah yeah, it doesn't mean it's fun it doesn't doesn't mean it's comfortable it's it's a full range or like every day is like every process everything that comes up brings another color an extra texture uh and and i feel if you say like yeah the waking up process or like becoming aware there's also no way back (laughs) i cannot like fall asleep i i there's moments where i kind of fall asleep again but Mm -hmm. you cannot like become unaware again and and that is and I mean, I would love to sometimes <laughs> and some, and, but most of the time not because it's, for me, it's a realization of like, wait, there's more, there's more depth, more color, more, more texture to life. Then why would you not want that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can relate to, to all of that as well, where um, <laughs> uh, there's definitely times I, I, I call it a practice, right? Like the awareness doesn't mean like, you know, everything all the time or like everything at all. Like it's just, um, mm-hmm. uh, you, yeah, once you become aware of a certain piece, like you just, 
keep practicing it and there's going to be times where you're like oh like I totally didn't show up that way mm-hmm. or implement that implement what I do know mm-hmm. um and then there's also the piece of like yeah there's been definitely times in my life where I'm like um yeah I wish I could go back to sleep in a way you know like I <laughs> <laughs> but again you can't and also yeah. as you said um that piece doesn't necessarily last very long because you're right it's mm-hmm. way more enriching to um that's to just mm-hmm. continue down the path yeah for sure yeah for me it's it, the keywords are curiosity and and not knowing mm-hmm. uh i think that that for me if i had to give a definition of being aware or, or awakening or whatever then it's got to constantly be curious and to know that you don't know i don't know anything mm-hmm. and and what i think i know and what i think i've realized or what is true for me now for me the and that's actually also for me a balance between male and female energy. It's like it's the male energy, the direct directive, the the shore, the conclusions, the this is how it is. The that for me feels very much like a male quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and the female energy is balances it out with like again, maybe it's not true, and maybe I don't know, and maybe it's completely different, and that is also fine. But we need both. Um a, a bit of kind of certainty conclusion <laughs> kind of um, added to the mix because otherwise you're just sitting and meditating and you're not getting anywhere with your life. <laughs> and and like the pure female quality and the, the pure surrender and letting things happen uh, wouldn't work for me. But to combine it with, um, okay, maybe this is how the universe works and and this is what I choose to do and this is who I choose to be and this is how I'm going to apply it. And and then the female energy of constantly being curious, like, is this still true for me? How does it feel? Uh, maybe I don't know anything. Maybe it's not true. I, like this constant balance of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's that's where the magic is. Yeah, no, I, I think that that provided a really um, great visual for me um, with that type of description because I think that's absolutely true you know there there's always that mix of the masculine and feminine energy and then like yeah moving in a certain direction which is a masculine trait and then allowing the feminine to experience that and kind of like feel into it and like come to these questions of like mm. what does that feel now is it true and then like allowing that to guide the masculine again to move in another direction yeah. to arrive at another point to go back to the feminine so like okay is this true how do I feel about that and the visualization that came to my mind is like um, paddling on a boat you know like or if you're in a kayak mm. you do one side and then the other side and one side and the other side and as you keep doing that your your mm-hmm. kayak or your vessel mm-hmm. keeps moving forward you know yeah, yeah. that's so beautiful yeah and somehow it really it touches me it's such a beautiful dance and the more people become aware of that the more easy things are going to be even in interaction with other people if if i feel that if you're both aware of how that works uh then everything becomes like a beautiful dance and otherwise it's a bit like wrestling (laughs) right right yeah no i absolutely agree i say that as well where it's like um this type of uh, awareness impacts all of the relationships. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just have to be intimate relationships because oh, it's it's oh. present in everything. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. just uh, um, across the board. Yeah, I agree that it would be, it relaxes things. I think it allows you to yeah. see things in a completely different way. So strangers on the street, your friends, like even family, like all of it, like 
because yeah, mm-hmm. we're always in relationships we're relating to somebody all the time so yeah just having having this view and way to kind of see how the energy works and the interplay between the two um mm-hmm. allows for so much understanding and compassion and just awareness of it um that how could it not be positive you know like how can <laughs> it, yeah it's got to be yeah so i agree um mm-hmm. it's just so much so much easier as you said yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> awesome well um i think uh, we can May, may wrap it up unless there was anything else that you wanted to go on or I know that you do coaching so I want to give you an opportunity to share like um, you know how people oh. can get in touch with you and everything and find you oh sure um mm, I think that the only thing I want to add is that actually and it's funny then that you you, you mentioned uh my coaching I think that's uh that's what I love about coaching and and um yeah because I didn't say it but I do want to say it explicitly as well like of course it's uh, masculine feminine it's not related to gender um, and I think being able to sense when the masculine and when the feminine energy is needed and to for me that is in my own relationship I think I'm much more on the I was much more on the on the male masculine side energy wise uh, and and my partner is much more on the feminine side and to play with that uh, as a couple but to also like in different relationships friendships and even with my parents to to feel like what happens when I allow more the surrendering energy now or or hmm we're kind of drifting everywhere (laughs) and going everywhere what if I like step into my male energy like that um that is I find that just yeah that's just awesome I don't know it's it's such a game and it's fun and it's actually what I also do in my coaching to really feel um what's needed uh, sometimes I have clients who really they want a solution <laughs> and I don't give solutions I can say that up front I don't do that I don't give advice but to really work with somebody who comes in like okay help and fix me and now you need to do to do this and this and this and this is what I need and then to slowly balance it and go, take them back into like okay but where's this coming from what do you need like to to go into the questions and then sometimes when I have clients are so in their feminine energy and all over the place and just curious about everything but they're not getting anywhere to then bring into bring in the action okay what are you actually going to do and what's the next step and to play with both that's actually uh what what I what I just really like uh so that's what I also do as a coach uh and I do it with my business inside out um and that's also where people can find me so it's inside with the ghd uh inside out.world on instagram of that's also my website um yeah awesome i guess that's what i still wanted to say if people want to come and play with the <laughs> masculine and feminine energy and in the meantime um yeah i guess uh gain more quality of life i like the way you said that i can that's what i do awesome well thank you yeah i definitely uh like that call out as well that um and it's just interesting to think because i uh about the masculine and feminine energy being present mm-hmm. in all of the relationships and in that role or kind of like how it shows up can be different um across all of these different relationships at the same time and so i think uh i mean that's just an interesting for me to think about as well um so i think a lot of people may think okay am I in my masculine energy? Like, is it, they might mm-hmm. view it as like a, an all the time thing or like a time, mm. a time kind of a thing. And it's kind of like, no, it's really like, 
in per relationship, you know, like that's like, that's a great way to, I, I would say that I, I've never thought of it necessarily like that either. Cause like, you know, in my, with my partner, I might be showing up in my masculine and then like, I'm done having a conversation with her, go over and talk to my mom and I might be in my feminine, like over mm-hmm. there, you know, and that like maybe just a span of a couple minutes from one conversation to the next or something like that happened. But the, yeah. the energy, like, cause it can shift. Like I, I've definitely have experienced yes. where it's just instantaneous uh even when the same interaction with the person you know so mm-hmm. um and to play yeah with and it, I, think, I totally agree with that yeah and i think also maybe i wanted to say for men listening but maybe also for women listening but there is um it's what i've seen in my relationship with my partner um when he's very much in his feminine side for me it's really hard to then surrender mm-hmm. and and for me for me to to really let go of control, which is really a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and to allow the gentle qualities of the feminine energy, I need somebody to be there 100% present. And I need that masculine presence, that energy that's kind of, that is taking control for me to fully allow. And I think that happens often in relationships, uh, in intimate relationships as well. It can, the man is kind of waiting for the women, for the woman to become like more soft and and open but then the woman is like i'm waiting for you to be there and to to actually like be directive and to be fully present and as long as i don't feel you're there i'm not gonna open up so then you get this power struggle where nobody's actually opening up because that's what i learned in 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 tantra as well like as a woman i need the man to be 100 in his masculine energy for me to actually let go of control Mm -hmm. because it almost feels like if i'm gonna drop the ball i don't know if you're gonna actually yeah take control and then i'm not gonna let go <laughs> yeah exactly so that who's is gonna catch the ball exactly exactly and who's gonna actually be fully present mm-hmm. but the, yeah and then we could talk another hour about that <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's totally true yeah and i think that's an important thing uh to, to call out as well like um at least uh I, I agree on both sides of the equation for for men and women um mm-hmm. and i know for myself at least on the male side um, that was a real um awakening for me because I was so in my feminine for so long honestly and um to understand what it really meant to be in my masculine because uh, I definitely mm-hmm. had like you, like you mentioned before stories and things like that I totally had stories of what it meant to be masculine and like not they weren't healthy you know and to learn mm-hmm. what it was to be in like the true true healthy masculine energy and then to experience not only what that's like but also then to experience how the feminine responds to that mm-hmm. and then I'm like oh like <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. this is amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's um yeah and also very powerful I think it's it's such an impossible job uh to be a man these days <laughs> like what does it even mean what do we expect like you need to be soft and gentle and understanding but then then I, I just said like I need to feel that you're fully there as a man like yeah hello and then there's all these bad um examples of masculine energy that are that is abusive that is painful that is disrespect like so I think that's that is what even what we should have started with right. <laughs> actually, the, the the urgency of talking about feminine masculine is is that I get it as a woman that, that a man has no idea anymore like how and that they all you you what you said that you so much in your feminine side and it is scary to step into the masculine into that powerful male energy because it's made wrong right. and it's 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 used uh wrongly so so I get it I mean, we all need to figure it out together. Right. 
if I could speak for all women, that's what I would want to say. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Let's start from scratch. And it's okay that we're lost. I, I agree. I agree with all of that. And just uh, what we've been modeled in our culture and just from you know our parents and no fault of their own, just what we've been modeled mm. for so long that um, it's just not... Um, a healthy way to go about um, mm -hmm. about these things, you know, uh, what it what it really means to be a man and yeah. what the what the feminine energy really is, because I know there's tons of men out there that are um, just because I was this way myself that are rather clueless and, and ill informed and um, really mm -hmm. don't know, you know, because, again, no fault of their own. Uh, we just not taught. We're not modeled. It's not a it's exactly. not a thing in our culture. So I agree. Yeah. It's OK that we're lost. Um, so I'll, what I'll do is I'll take this piece at the end and I'll make this, this part of what I put yeah. on my Instagram TV. <laughs> and then like so people will be like, hey, so <laughs> <laughs> Come listen to the rest of the podcast, you know, <laughs> because, yeah, it's it's all very important stuff for sure. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome well thanks again Melan, for being uh -huh. a guest i've truly appreciated it i loved our conversation and i agree i think we can keep talking for quite a while about a lot of different things so. <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks for having me again I, I really enjoyed just exploring all the sites with I appreciate it and there's cool. so much more <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah this is this is just the tip of the iceberg so to speak <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks again. Mm -hmm. All right. That wraps up today's episode of The Real Zach Olinger. Thanks again for listening. If you happen to find this episode insightful or valuable, I invite you to pass it along to somebody else because chances are, if you found it valuable, they will too. If you're on Instagram, you can find me at The Real Zach Olinger. Until next time, everybody. Thanks for listening.